Welcome to the Totally Transformed Podcast. This is Lance Borden, and I'm here with my mom, Dr. Connie Borden. How are you today? I'm great. It's so great to be with our listening audience again today. We did a radio show. We've done a radio show now for seven and a half years. It'll be eight years in, I believe, October. Actually, And uh, this is now our fifth episode of the Totally Transformed Podcast, taking it uh to iTunes in this format, and it's exciting to continue to spread this message of freedom and how Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. Absolutely, and um, it's not only exciting, it's just mandatory. I mean, what I find with so many people that I minister to and just so many people in the body of Christ in general, they are not flowing in the peace, joy, and love of the Lord, even though they're saved. And that's why the book is Saved But Not Free. I find people every day that say, um, you know, like we said on the back of the book, I'm saved, so what's wrong with me in the sense of why can I not be victorious? Why can't I walk in the fruit of the Spirit? Why can I not be significant to build the body of Christ or to minister to other people that I'm around because I'm representing Jesus Christ and I'm saved? So if you've been listening to our previous podcasts, we talked about the root of rejection in a three-part series um, that's available for you here in the feed of the Totally Transformed podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the overarching concept of delivered to be healed to be delivered. Right. So what is that concept? Kind of introduce it to us. Tell us what it is, and then let's go into the details of it, because I think it's significant for people to understand what is this, why are you delivered, why do we need to be healed, and and why would you need to be delivered again? Are those the same thing or what? Correct, and that's a very good question. Um, I'm using that phrase because it's a phrase that the Holy Spirit gave your dad and I when he called us to build the body of Christ in quality, and there was a prophecy over us that my people are broken, uh, just like you build a house and you wouldn't use uh, cracked cement at the foundation and inferior studs and an inferior roof, because when the winds and rains came, the house would not stand. But this is a picture of my people. They don't have strong foundations through the, through the home, the church, and the school. Sometimes they don't have poured into them the love they need, the Christian training that they need, or the acceptance that they need. And so therefore, um, they are broken. And so the phrase delivered to be healed to be delivered, if you don't know that you are wounded, and that's why we spent the last several podcasts on defining rejection, listing what causes people to be rejected, rejected, like sexual abuse or a loss of a father or a death of a mother or a verbally abusive parent. If you don't know that you um how you receive these wounds that are registered in your soul, um, which, you know, if you don't know what to do, if you don't know what's wrong, you can't fix it. And what I've found is how the enemy has veiled our mind, and that's why that's the first deliverance, is because, first of all, we don't know what's wrong, we don't know how it got wrong, and we don't know where those wounds reside in our triune being, because we are spirit, we live in a body, and we have a soul. So we tend to know the spirit is instantly justified at salvation. Body will be instantly glorified when we die. But the soul, which we define as the mind that thinks, imagines, and remembers the will and the emotions, the area 
to which we get wounded in the sense of wounds reside there, lies reside in, our, reside in our mind, and our will and emotions are affected by this rejection that we've been talking about in the last three podcasts when we're not loved the way God ordained us to be loved. So essentially it's a deliverance in our understanding yes. to know what's wrong. Right. And then we'll get to how to fix it when right. we get into the healed and delivered phases after that. Right. right, and I'll just give a preliminary definition why you said, why is there two deliverances? Because first we're delivered from what's wrong, which if they go back, if the listening audience goes back and listens to the other podcast of rejection, they'll see themselves as to whether they've been rejected and not accepted. So to be delivered from what's wrong and how it got there, then when you realize what's wrong and how you got there, you're going to realize you're hurt and wounded. Why are you wounded, oh my soul, David said. You know, we carry these wounds and hurts, and we feel like the soul is a segue to break the heart. So that needs to be healed. Jesus said, I came to heal the brokenhearted. And then he said, I came to set at, set at liberty those that are bound. What we've learned is if you're wounded and you self-medicate to placate those wounds or you believe lies about yourself because somebody rejected you and you look at yourself the way they want you to look at yourself or really the devil working through them rather than how God sees you in the word, then you'll develop strongholds of thinking. You'll, be, you'll develop strongholds of behavior. Sometimes people go into addictions. So that's the second delivered. So we're saying you need to be delivered, and i.e. you need to know what's wrong. You need to be healed when you figure out that you're wounded in your soul and broken in your heart by the healing power of God. And then you need to have the strongholds, which is really defined in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, is something that has a strong hold on you. And the weapons of warfare are mighty to pulling them down. That's both thinking and it's behavior. You know, if you're angry all the time, you're going to practice that, and that's the stronghold. So that's the phrase, delivered to be healed, to be delivered, which is the overarching uh, phrase that describes then what we need to do in the, and, and then a process of how to do it, which we'll be explaining on ongoing podcasts. Hosea 4.6 says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Uh-huh. And so that's really what we're trying to communicate to you, uh, our listening audience, is I didn't even maybe know there was a problem. Yeah. Right? You may right. be sitting there feeling the pain of the problem. Right. In other words having symptoms related to what is in fact an invisible sickness where your soul may be damaged or bound and hurting and you don't know what it is. Why do I feel this way? You know, I go to church, I've confessed with my mouth, Jesus is Lord and believed in my heart that God raised him from the dead. So I know I'm saved, which by the way is step one before any of this. You have to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ in order to uh, walk through this process with Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Right. But once you're there, if you're miserable and you're hurting and you don't know why you can't seem to get on top of things, right? It may be because your soul is damaged in some way, right? Or it, and or it may be because you are somehow bound spiritually, right? Right. And so if you'll stay with us and and walk with us through this process, the intent of Totally Transformed Ministries is to take people through this discovery, yeah, really, right. of what's wrong and then take them into how to fix it right. so that we no longer have to live lives of defeat on this earth as Christians. We know we're going to be ultimately victorious right. in heaven, right? right? But we have a job to do here right. on earth right. to help others come to know Christ 
and be delivered themselves. Right. And but if we're bound up and we're hurting, we don't even know where to start. Because we're we're all uh, withdrawn sometimes we're angry we're focused on what's wrong with us which you know I use the analogy all the time if you're in a bad car wreck and you're all broken up you've got to be focused on your physical healing but we're talking about an inner healing an emotional a soul healing and the reason why it's so imperative is because the enemy is so subtle but powerful if you don't know how to find your soul or that he has damaged you there on the inside because you can't see it like you can broken bones. Then he gets his way. He gets he works there and he infects there and he keeps wounding there when you've been wounded by rejection, which again we did a three-part series on rejection because that concept is so important. How are you rejected? What is rejection? which we define as not getting the love you need in the way you needed it, from whom you needed it, at the time you needed it. So if we take one step backwards, let's say that people are not saved, they're listening to us. Satan's first goal is to keep you ignorant and not let you be delivered from the knowledge that if you're not saved, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me, Jesus speaking. If you confess with your mouth, mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. So we, he came, he created us, he sent Jesus to die on the cross for our salvation so we have the entrance to eternal life. If he, first of all, he tries to keep you ignorant. Some people need to be delivered of the veil that they need to be saved. But now there's a whole segment in the 21st century that are saved and they got that information and they've, they've realized that and they've, if you, as it were, were delivered from that lack of knowledge. So Satan has come in a back door, so to speak, by breaking down the home, church, and school, making those healthy foundations so people can, can know who they are, where they came from, and where they're going, and have a love of parents that can be transferred to the Father heart of God. And so many don't have that, and there's so many ways that that can happen. That's why we took those podcasts to list so many. So please go back and listen to them. If you don't know that that hurts you and that's still residing and you're keeping it on the inside, all you're seeing is the behavior or the negative thinking or the defeat or the anger or the anxiety or the fear, and you don't know how to get to it, how it occurred, or how it can be broken. And we're saying that phrase, delivered to be healed, to be delivered, which we're going to break down in every step, um, in, in both cognitive restructuring of meditating on the word, breaking strongholds in your life, having steps to what you do to be healed in your soul, in, uh, the, fat, in the sense of, you know, ridding your heart of the reaction to your wounding and forgiving your offender, asking God to heal you and, and, and understanding your lies and strongholds. It's another deliverance because you've carried these wounds and the enemy has infected them. And really, it's a very urgent situation yes. that we're talking about. You know, isn't it amazing that when we have a physical pain, uh-huh. we immediately call the doctor or head to the hospital or go to the emergency room to right. get it taken care of. Right. And if there's a big disease like right. cancer, right. we throw major fundraisers and have mm-hmm. multiple organizations that raise millions of dollars to help research and fight it right. to help people be delivered as it were physically yeah. and bodies from a disease like cancer or whatever the disease may be. And yet with this situation, 
where people are potentially being hampered in the supernatural and maybe even hampered from being able to spend eternity with Jesus or maybe if they're saved and miserable, hampered from their ability to spread the gospel and obey the Great Commission and, you know, create a generational pattern of kids and grandkids that serve the Lord. We don't even address it because we don't know what's wrong. And that's so if you hear the passion in our voice, it's because we have a revelation of the urgency and the need here for understanding what's wrong and then going after it to be totally healed and set free by the power of Jesus Christ. Amen. And the word says, do not be ignorant of the schemes and strategies of the enemy. We have to realize that particularly as Christians, Satan is our enemy. On 10.10, he's come to kill, steal, and destroy our lives. He goes around like a roaring lion, Second Peter, uh, uh, seeing, seeking who he may devour. You are the prime target of the enemy, but God gave us, or Jesus gave us all authority over him, just like he had authority when he was here on this earth, so we don't have to be fearful of him. But if you are in a physical army, and you go over to the Middle East and you're in a war and you don't study the strategies and and plans or you don't even know who your enemy is, this is this first deliverance, then you're going to get wounded and killed. And what we're saying is every day as a Christian or every day as a non-Christian, you get up and you have an enemy of your soul who's out to kill, steal, and destroy from you. Saved people should have the weapons of their warfare, the armor of God. They should have Jesus, the Son, the Father, and the Holy Spirit uh, with them. And they should know how to overcome him and how not to be defeated by him. But what we're finding is every, not only the world or people in the world that are not saved, but Christians get up and they're ill-prepared. They're not meditating in the Word. They're not equipped to know what God has told them who they are how they navigate this life, how they overcome the enemy, and more importantly, how he is working in their soul to absolutely defeat them, sometimes by means it was not their fault. Because when you're wounded as a child, which most of the time this is where these these things start, um, you can't help that. But I say to my uh, clients and people I'm ministering to, it was not your fault, but it now becomes your responsibility to get known, to know, who the enemy is, to know his strategies, to study that. I think some people are afraid to do it. They, they don't recognize their authority or they don't recognize his plans. And we're d- detailing now plans of what the Lord has given us from my own life and healing because I was definitely wounded with Christian parents, even though I was a Christian at age eight. Um, we're, he's detailed for us not only what's wrong to be de- delivered uh, to the people so their mind can be delivered as to what's wrong, but how these wounds can be healed and how their minds can be freed from the lies of the enemy and the strongholds that he's created because he first caused rejection in their lives. So if you're tracking with us here and you, you're understanding what we're saying and you're recognizing that there may be something wrong on the inside, yeah. that is in fact the first deliverance right Right. delivered yes so now we move on to delivered from ignorance delivered from ignorance essentially right not to saying that you're an ignorant not to say that you're an ignorant person as in not having knowledge just saying that in the spirit actually back to hosea 4 6 my people perish for lack of spiritual knowledge right right or or let's talk about um first peter 5 1 i think that's right 
It says, um, add to your faith virtue and your virtue knowledge. In other words, add to your faith, faith that you were saved in Jesus Christ, virtue, because he wants to develop your character, and to that knowledge, and then it goes all the way up to brotherly love and agape love. In other words, we ha- study to show yourself approved. Now work out your salvation. Continually, Jesus left, sent the Holy Spirit, because he said in John 16, I have so much to teach you. And so he wants to teach us how to be victorious, how to understand the schemes and strategies of the enemy, how to understand what has happened to us even when we didn't cause it, because we don't pick our parents or our primary caregivers, and how to get back on the track of not just being saved, but being free, because the Word says many times, who the Son has set free, free indeed. And if you don't feel free today, and you're listening to us through this podcast, and you're a Christian, we have the reason and what to do about it. So, once you understand that there's a problem, then move on to the healing, right? Right. What is involved in that step? What are we talking about there? And how can someone, you know, someone that's saying right now, okay, I know there's a problem. I recognize that I have a soul and that um, I've not understood the problem in the past. And I know that I'm wounded. Now what? Well, what we need to do um, and what we'll talk about, first of all, we want the listening audience to think about what they're thinking about. We want them to understand that someone is talking to you all the time. Satan, Godhead, or yourself. You know, he's not necessarily, or they're not necessarily talking to you directly. You know, God's talking to you right now through this podcast. He uses people. Sometimes people build you up and talk positive things like we are planning on these podcasts doing, or they tear you down by speaking the lies and the fears of the enemy. I don't have to go very far to ask somebody, do you think this is a positive or negative world? Because we're in the world, but we're not of the world. This world is still run by Satan. I mean, God's in control, but Satan is there trying to kill, steal, and destroy and to invade our minds. So the first thing that we usually talk about is how to think about what you're thinking about um, because is who's talking to you and where are those lies coming from? As we've already um, shared in the former podcast, if you're wounded or hurt and you have a father that rejected you through physical, verbal, or mental, any kind of abuse, wasn't there or something, um, you either thought because Satan was speaking to you, I'm not worthy enough to be loved, or we have some caregivers that tell you you're not worthy enough to be loved by their actions or lack thereof or by their words. And so those make uh, neural pathway patterns. Uh, Psychology calls it automatic thoughts. If you ride a horse on a trail that knows the trail and the horse gets away from you, it's going to go right back to the barn. That's a good description of an automatic thought. You, you think these things, they go over and over in your mind. And if I'm asking my listening audience, if you're driving down the street, what are you thinking about? And what's going over and over in your mind? And who's the source of it? Is it a lie? Because Satan is the father of lies. He's an accuser of the brethren. Or is it the truth? Whatsoever things are good, honest, and true, think on those things. Because the word says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. So the first thing, as far as bringing deliverance, uh, as far as how you've been affected is in your soul, because that's your mind that thinks, imagines, and remembers. We have to understand what we're thinking, what we're imagining, and what we're remembering. 
And a lot of those things come from the wounds of rejection or what we allow to go in our mind gate, our ear gate, our eye gate. It can be present tense things. Whatever you put in your computer is what you're basically going to think about, whether it's good or whether it's evil. So we usually start with, let's find a process to renew this mind. Because, uh, Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to the world, which is another way to say be conformed to the devil because he's of the world, but be transformed by re- the renewing of your mind. That's why these this ministry is called Totally Transformed Ministries. So we have a process that we're going to explain in subsequent podcasts about what can you do Think about what you're thinking about and see if you're believing the truth of the Lord because uh, Ephesians says that husbands should wash their wives with the washing of the water of the word. That denotes that the word is a cleanser. The scripture says that the word is sharper than any two-edged sword, separating what? The soul, which is the mind that thinks, imagines, and remembers, the will and the emotions from what? The spiritual realm. We can set our affections on things that are above, or we can think in a soulish, flesh, fleshly, worldly fashion. And what we're saying, it's helped along the way you've been treated and rejected or loved and approved of with these wounds that reside on you on the inside. So we're going to talk about a process to renew the mind, and then we're going to also talk about a process of healing your wounds. Just like, you know, if you went to a hospital and you had a wound because you'd been shot with a gun, God forbid, they will go through a protocol of what to do, how to stitch up the wound, how to disinfect it, how to help your the bacteria that might get in there, how to cause it to heal. We can't see these inner wounds that I know my listening audience has. We're going to teach you steps of what to do if you know you're hurting on the inside so that you can be healed. And then we're also going to talk about breaking strongholds of lie-based thinking and behavior that's come out of trying to cope with a world which you feel like you're not accepted and loved in, so you've developed coping mechanisms that we are going to call strongholds because they're destructive. So that's the overarching process of delivered to be healed to be delivered. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we'll wrap here yeah. before we go to the next podcast. Yeah. That's the overarching process then of delivered to be healed to be delivered or the, what we mean by that. Now in the next podcast and ongoing, we're going to give you those steps. Next, we're going to talk about five R's to victory to your thought life. Because your thought life is not going to be victorious if you've been wounded and rejected and hurt. You keep thinking in those cycles of destruction. So we're going to go over that process. We're also going to go over a process ongoing, again, of steps of getting the wounds healed. Because you've got to disinfect and stitch up your emotional wounds just like you do a physical wound. And that's why we keep drawing that analogy. So this podcast Um, in retrospect or review is to give you that overarching plan of where we're going you know tell you what you need to know then tell you and then review what you were told that's basically what we're doing and then um, so we're entreating you and encouraging you to listen because when we get through this whole process you're basically going to have an understanding of what it means to be delivered to be healed to be delivered and to stay free so you're not just saved but you're free. And this is a process that works. It's been ministered to now hundreds of clients in my own life. And I find it's, we're so excited because it's such a, not only timely message, but like you said, Lance, exciting 
because again it gets people up on the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ to stay that they received when they got saved but makes them functioning and productive and overcoming of the enemy who is out to beat them up and to destroy them and that's why Jesus said that he came so that he can give us that authority to overcome he said in this world you'll have trial and tribulation but be of good cheer I have already overcome the world. I have devoided it of its uh, power to harm you, it says in the Amplified in uh, John 16. And I want to teach you how to overcome the adversary of your soul. You are with me as a team, as a union, unified, as a member of the body of Christ, so that you are productive and fruitful to be able to come against how enemy wants to deem you ineffective through these soul wounds. So would you, can we pray? Yeah, let's pray. Lord Jesus, I just thank you and praise you for those that are listening to this podcast. And as we prayed before this show started, Lord, we just call people from the north, south, east, and west because we're so excited and clear about what they need to know as Christians if they've been hurt and wounded and they are functioning because of these soul wounds. I pray that this process, these words as we prayed, will be anointed. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It'll go right to the inside of their heart and soul. It will renew their minds, and they'll say, wow, this is what I've been looking for. Just like you bring clients into my office, and they go, man, if I had had you tell me what you're telling me that God has told you 10 years ago, my life would be so different. But today, Lord, we know is the first day of the rest of eternity. So we won't fret, we won't be regretful, remorseful. We will be excited to learn through other people who you have taught how to not only be saved, but to be free through the process of delivered, to be healed, to be delivered. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For more from Totally Transformed Ministries, you can visit totallytransformed.org. You can call us at 972 Zero zero three nine three zero.